Hello and welcome back to the Self Love Sanctuary with me, Raven Ray. I wanted to chat a little bit about self-validation. I have been rolling this idea around in my brain this week and what it means, what it looks like, how I implement it in my life and how I can do a better job of implementing it in my life. And it's very fitting, of course, as it always is, because last week, as right on time, you know, we all make these New Year's ideas and want to start fresh and become a better version of ourselves, or at least for me, a, a better version of myself. And I started like scheduling and putting things on the calendar, not something that I've normally done before, but I feel like it is definitely important for me to see on paper what I have to do, have a plan and something to hold me accountable when there's no one else to hold me accountable, right? So last week, the first week, of course, I did great. Last week... I did absolutely horrific (laughs) and I was in that time rolling around this idea of self-validation and I couldn't get out of my own way. I stuck with the routine uh, in the morning that I wanted to with my morning meditation. That's something that I did really good. Um, I did miss Saturday and Sunday, which was my first miss in a I don't know, maybe it was only a week, but that's a long time for me. Um, So last night I sat down Sunday, starting a new week on Monday. The weekend was kind of crazy and kind of reflecting on everything. And one day, uh, the first week, I was like thrown off of my routine and it threw me for a loop. Like I didn't get to do my morning routine right when I woke up. I had to do a couple of other things and boy, was I angry. And that kind of, it like slowly went downhill from there. Like the next day I wasn't as committed as I was before. And that's kind of what happens for me. It's like the second I get knocked off, of the set idea, routine, plan, momentum that I have initially, everything goes downhill. It's like there's no forgiveness, there's no wiggle room, there's no grace to be given to myself. And I feel like weaving that self-validation with gracefully giving yourself space with being kind when things don't go exactly as you plan. You don't follow your calendar to the T. How do you speak to yourself? And what do you tell yourself? And notice 
if that conversation that those thoughts that you have about yourself when that inevitably happens is that the thing that stops you that derails the rest because I've noticed that often it is not the one time that I get derailed or life happens like Things happen in life that we don't have control over. And that's just a fact of this existence. But what do you do after? Do you give yourself grace to be human? And I notice that I don't. I, the shame becomes so intense behind what hasn't been done, behind missing, behind not showing up exactly the way perfect, there it is, behind everything not going perfect, the shame becomes so loud and so intense that I avoid. I avoid my to-do list. I avoid getting back up and allowing myself to stumble a little in the process. And if it's not perfect, I don't continue. And the only person that that has hurt is me and my process and my ability to enjoy the journey and take my own damn advice and have compassion and like like even as i say this it like brings emotion because as i would speak to someone else and and encourage them to be so kind and and think about what they have done instead of thinking about the one tiny little part that didn't go exactly as planned and i feel like Sometimes we can put these big expectations on the new year. I've also been listening to a lot. You know, the new moon was on the 11th and just listening to a lot of the energies and and I am not like an astrologer or anything. I, when people ask me what I believe in, a lot of times I say the moon. Um, and I believe in the cycles of the earth, the moon, the just the natural cycles of life. I feel like we do have a tie there of we are in winter. Like, yes, I live in Florida, but like it is going to be cold this week, which is super exciting. But we're in the season of winter where it is very introspective and very quiet and, 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 not a lot of output and I feel like we put this big expectation on ourselves when January 1st comes around that we have to make these big changes but I also thought what if I you know put together that year vision board right like I put together that idea of what I want my year to look like without expecting myself to take care of everything this month 
right now? Like, can it be enough that I have begun to create a very intentional, beautiful morning practice routine with myself, dedicated and focused to self-love, and allow that to be the big event of the month. Like anything that I get to add to that is like cherry, is extra. Over committing to too many things for me creates a overwhelm and I will be like steadfast and ready to go for the first few days and then become overwhelmed and then shame myself for being overwhelmed, not getting it done again. I look at me not following through on the things that I say that I will do. Well, now it's just useless to keep going. This this circular pattern happens so more often than creating healthy habits. I'm in a pattern. And shame is not going to get me out of this pattern. Judgment. Being so hard on myself. It's just going to keep me here. And that's where this idea of self-validation came. I mean, obviously, I've been thinking about it and read it in books and meditation and all of this, right? Like sometimes it takes a while for us to not only intellectualize, we can have it intellectualized for a while and have this understanding, but when we feel the embodiment, when we create the change to say, to feel it, to feel this, like I've been able to feel the shame and feel what it does to my process. And with this morning routine that I've been doing, I've been sitting in front of the mirror and um, doing like a mirror meditation every morning. And basically, maybe this sounds crazy to some people and you can think, Maybe it's self-absorbed and also notice the reaction that you have to other people's process, right? Like to somebody meditating or somebody bettering their life or doing what they feel creates a positive change for them. Like notice what your first judgment thoughts are on it because that will say a lot about the mirror that it is holding up to yourself. So maybe get introspective if it causes judgment. Anyway, so I I mean, I've been posting on my Instagram kind of like short clips of I have a cup of tea and I sit in front of the mirror and I do a little meditation and some breath work and then I pour my cup of tea and I, I pull a card and really just have a morning to like sit with myself. And I've kind of like, it's my tea date with myself, enjoying my own company, saying loving things to myself, because oftentimes for me, looking in the mirror and being with myself in that way brings up a lot of judgment. And 
particularly this morning I was sitting and it has gotten easier. And I, I do notice the love for myself flourishing and truly enjoying that time and, and enjoying my cup of tea. And But this morning I, I found myself in the judgment loop of like looking at myself and what needs to be changed and the crease in between my eyebrows and how deep it is and my eyebrows, how they're not exactly one's a little higher than the other. And I, I caught myself and I said, wow, wh- what, what am I doing? This is all judgment and all night. Like, where is the love for myself? Where is the love for, there's nothing to be fixed. Like I'm perfect and beautiful and, and, and worthy and deserving and nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm human. We all have unique things that make us exactly, exactly beautifully who we are and feeling that moment of judgment, feeling the awareness And then choosing to look at myself through a loving lens, to notice the judgment, the the shift from shame and fear and, 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 and old patterns, and then actually being able to successfully bring myself to a point of like, what the hell? Like you're, you're beautiful. Like it's, it's not perfect. And every day that judgment does creep in and it's okay. It, it, that part is also okay. I, I think it's like coming to a place of acceptance and yeah. It's, it's old patterns are hard to break and we can shame ourselves and say, maybe this is more about shame than it is about self-validation and say, we should be past this. And and why do these thoughts still come? And this isn't working or this isn't happening. And why do I sit here every day if the judgment still appears? Or we can look with a loving lens and we can be grateful for the noticing and that's where the self-validation comes in of giving ourselves what we actually need in that moment what we hope that other people give us because when you sit down with your friend or someone who loves you and you tell them something that you're going through or something you're struggling with. They wouldn't be your friend if they sat there and berated you (laughs) for everything that you tell them. You would get rid of them. You have them there to lend a listening ear, a loving voice, someone who will reassure you, 
and I reach outside of myself far too often for all of that. And think about the radiance and the glow and the power that you hold when that validation and that loving voice and that non-judgmental ear comes from within. Not to say there's not a place for friends or 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 a different perspective and and it's also important to have someone maybe open that door for you, right? Like sometimes we need that shifted perspective that's not ours. But does validation also come from yourself? Or does validation only come externally? And I think that's something that I'm learning for myself. As I sit in front of my mirror every day, I realize how much judgment and just, I want to say negativity, I want to say the energy, I'm, I'm coming to a place where I can enjoy my energy in front of me, reflecting back. I can enjoy the energy that I bring to myself. And I can't say that that has been the case in the past. (laughs) I am grateful. I don't think that means anything's wrong with the past or how things have been. And I think I deserve to forge this path for myself, to not believe that validating myself is selfish or self-absorbed or conceited or like I, this idea of confidence, and this goes back to what I said of like notice when other people trigger you. Notice when other people's practices and other people shining their light triggers you. Because I feel like I was conditioned that confidence was not a good thing. Being shining your light and being seen and and being uniquely you was not celebrated. So again, in comes the shame. I have a lot of shame around allowing myself to be seen. And for me, that's why this podcast and YouTube and putting myself and my ideas and my heart and my thoughts out there feels so, so vulnerable. Maybe it would for everybody, but I feel like for me, it is like, my heart is ripped. Even my meditations feel very like allowing myself to be seen so deeply and feeling at home in that practice and sharing that home 
um, building that confidence muscle and not having shame around being confident and proud and whole within myself is a big learning curve for me. And I feel like this mirror morning routine practice that I have decided is the only thing on my 2024 vision board that is a non-negotiable for January. That everything else can come and go and and get worked in in the future. But the commitment, the devotion to myself and noticing that there will be days that it is not perfect and that maybe it won't even happen, but there's no need for the shame. There's no need for the avoidance because I am becoming someone loving to myself. I am becoming a safe place for myself. Yeah. I heard a short clip of somebody talking about um, how we think about the universe. Oh, I think I wrote it down. Hold on. So you know how we say the universe is testing me right now and why is this so hard? The universe is whatever or God or whoever. And this this perspective was instead of seeing the universe as testing me or putting me through trials and tribulations, that's like viewing the universe as being like a punitive parent and punishing, thus creating this trap and now turning the universe into some sadistic parent that is is here to make your life difficult and to punish you. No, nobody likes to be punished. Nobody... Did, did I don't feel like I really learned anything from being punished other than maybe how to get around it and, and, and not get caught next time, right? And it says this, the universe is a co-creative force that knows your worthiness. It needs no proof of it. It is not testing you. It is inviting you to refine your frequency. It's revealing perceptions that are still closing your heart and that you get to dissolve through deeper love so you may experience greater freedom. And I think this shift from punishment and and this punitive parent, I feel like that lives within me, that like voice of like sadistic parenting of just fear. It is better to be feared than loved if you watched a Bronx tale. And 
that's kind of the environment that I was raised in. And shifting perspective of this idea that the universe loves or whatever you want to call it, God, the universe, the soul inside of you loves you so deeply and knows your worthiness. Needing no proof, needing no need when you show your humanness, when you make a mistake, when you, that, that you need to prove that you are worthy even still. There is no need for shame and judgment. It is only there. Those feelings are only there to shine light on where more love is needed. Where, where the validation can come from yourself. There is no test. There is only this revelation, this awareness that there is more to learn. There is more love to grow. There is peace and it is all available to you, to me, to all of us. Shifting from judgment, fear, pain, force into love, allowing, patience, gentle persistence. It's challenging for me, (laughs) which is beautiful to allow the shift to happen with less force to welcome more grace into my life for myself and those around me I am not going to be perfect on the process and that is part of the self-acceptance and part of this journey and enjoying the journey rather than trying to rush to the end trying to get to the place of what enlightenment i i don't i think this whole thing and i was saying the other day in the car of like going through challenging times and the habits that we instill in ourselves in the challenge it's easy to be happy when everything's working out and and the money is flowing and the relationship is great and you're healthy and you know like that's when it's easy but what do we choose to do when everything is not in line when maybe the money is tight, when the relationship feels restricted, when health is like a whole nother story, but when we don't feel so great with ourselves. And
And the habits that we instill in ourselves during the challenging time create even more bliss when everything eventually, inevitably, in its cyclical pattern, goes back up. And nothing is always in line exactly perfect, right? We are humans living this human experience in an imperfect world as imperfect people. But in the mess, do do we take the time to focus on the beauty, on what we would miss right now? What would we miss that we have right now if we no longer had it? What people are in your life? What experiences do you have? Would you miss the home that you're living in? Like, can you look back to a time, I think about this all the time, of like a past experience where you could notice in, in your, maybe you look back, okay, this is a super easy way to look at it, especially as women, right? We could look back at a picture and be like, oh my God, I thought I was so fat there or I thought I was so I didn't think I looked good there at all and you look back at the picture and you're like oh my god like why did I even waste my time with those thoughts because like I was gorgeous like I looked so great I remember that I was so worried about maybe how the dress fit around my stomach or how my arms looked or whatever and you look back at the picture and you're like oh that was such a waste like look at how beautiful I look god I would give anything to be that again, right? I saw somebody post that the other day and I was like, it's so true. And you could also look at that and like aspects of your life of like before I, a couple, maybe what, like two years ago now, three years ago now, I lived in a studio apartment with my dogs and lived on the water and I... I was single, I was, there were parts of my life still then that I was in a turmoil, inner turmoil about. And I look back at that time with such reverence. Even when I first moved here to Florida, I remember journaling and I wrote in my journal, I think I shared it somewhere, and I wrote in my journal like, I'm sitting here on my patio with my two beautiful dogs who love me unconditionally. I, I just picked up my life and and started somewhere new. And <laughs> I'm sleeping on an air mattress, waiting for my things to get delivered and searching for jobs and and eating alone and making my breakfast and just like enjoying my own company in a new place. And I just remember just being like, one day I will look back at this and and look so fondly at everything that I had. And can we create that appreciation and awe and love for where we are right now? 
can we sit back and think about all of the beautiful things that we'll miss when we look back at this exact moment in time two years from now? Like my home, I love I love my home. <laughs> it's so beautiful. And I have created so many beautiful memories here. And my dogs, I know I won't have them forever. And they are just the best. And my relationship, as it teaches me so much and is so beautiful and so challenging and the time that I get to spend with my mom I know I won't have her forever and it's just we can get so caught up in what isn't but when we take a moment and like slow down and get quiet and decide to take the perspective of like what will I miss what will I look at in hindsight and say this is absolutely perfect and and take a moment in in this present moment to be deeply grateful while you have all of the beautiful things and hold the whole of the experience. I always say this, to be able to hold all of it. Everything that doesn't feel perfect and everything that does. Because I don't know that there's going to be a time that everything feels exactly the way that you want it to. But if you're able to take a moment and a deep breath and realize that life is happening and there's a choice to be made. A choice to notice all the beauty within the chaos and to appreciate it and to love it and to hold it. (sighs) Yeah. So give yourself a little bit more grace, a little bit more love. Allow the validation to come from within. And it takes practice. And practice doesn't necessarily mean make perfect. (laughs) But practice brings a whole lot of beauty into your life a whole lot of awareness honestly a whole lot of change and none of it is wasted (laughs) even if you have to start over and we all have to start over again and again and again and it's okay you're human Accept it. (laughs) Love it, even. And enjoy where you are right now. Because one day it will be something that you look upon so fondly. 
One day it will be something you miss. One day the memories of today will make you smile. And you'll wish to be back. (laughs) But we can't. So be here with yourself in the mess of what is and the beauty of what is. And realize that it is all so perfectly imperfect. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for witnessing my process and being here with me. This allows me to grow so exponentially. (laughs) And the resistance that I have to this is the shining light that it is exactly what I need, no matter what comes of it. So thank you. Until next time.